Welcome to the Elvis Pugsley podcast with our very wisdom-filled pug. Would you like to say something to the audience, Elvis? Oh, he's scared of the microphone. No, don't be scared, buddy. What the fuck happened to you on that pug farm? Hello, my beautiful strangers, and welcome to another episode of Advice You Didn't Ask For. I'm your host, Rebecca Snyder. I am she. She is me. Welcome if you're new here, and welcome and thank you for returning if you are not. Don't forget to rate and review my podcast and drop a follow if you enjoy your stay here. If you don't enjoy your stay here, um, my name is Elvis Pugsley, and this is A Pug's World. I mean, how could you not enjoy a pug podcast, though? Like, I would love that. Today, we are delving into a topic that's close to the hearts of many of us. Finding that delicate balance between work and life. So, for me, recently, I've been filling out a shit ton of applications for counseling grad school. And when I tell you, I've had so many people say to me, Oh my god, I could never be a therapist. My work life and home life would never be separate. And that would drive me crazy. Um, It got me thinking about how I should write an episode on navigating the demands of work and the desire for a fulfilling life. Because a therapist is a really good example of how your work can continue to spread into your personal life if you're not careful so many of us bring work home especially nowadays after covid and having to work from home where our personal lives reside so work and home have been slowly merging causing such an imbalance among a lot of us and i have noticed that severely within like my own household with all my family especially after covid it's also that like technology doesn't help we have our emails and message apps from our coworkers, our schedules and basically our whole work lives on our phones And if you don't have a dedicated work phone or computer, you're stuck with all your work stuff during your personal time. So with all that being said, why is finding a balance important? Why is she necessary? Why do we need a balance? Well, personally, I feel it to be crucial for our mental and physical well-being. As a psychology major, I've done a lot of research into, like, imbalances between work and home life and i guess even with just like personally feeling that imbalance there's so many negative things that it can do to your mental health and then once your mental health starts declining your physical health will start declining too because you're not taking care of yourself you're not going to the gym you're not going for a simple hot girl walk or hot guy walk or hot they them walk so not having that balance between work and personal life can really make your mental and physical well-being decrease there's even the fact that like studies have shown that an imbalance between work and personal life can lead to burnout stress and a decline in overall happiness so if you're not experiencing it right now then just know that there's studies out there proving it so it's about creating a life where we're not only successful in our professional endeavors but also fulfilled in our personal lives I feel as though one of the first steps in achieving balance is identifying your priorities, like what truly matters to you in both your work and personal life. It's honestly all about aligning your actions with your values. I would say here's some homework. You just need to take some time to sit down with yourself and learn what priorities you have in work and your personal life. 
This could be anything from personal relationships to finances, education, personal growth, happiness, experiences, exercise, and even just quality time with like the family. And for work, that would be whatever goals you have set for yourself or deadlines that need meeting. You really need to set clear priorities and stick by them to get that optimal balance between the two. If you let work priorities bleed into your personal priorities, your mental health and well-being are at risk and vice versa. If you let your personal priorities bleed into your professional life, your work, whether that's meetings, presentations, papers, essays, whatever it is, will be affected by this crossover of your personal life into your work life. And I don't just mean like you went to an exercise class and now you're a little bit late for work. I mean like maybe if you're having an issue in your personal life, I don't know, break up, something, something's going on at home and you drag that into work, then that is going to affect how your work is coming out. So it's really good to have that separation of the two. Also, don't be afraid to like reassess your priorities as your journey evolves. It's okay to like reprioritize based on your current circumstances and goals. For me, when I was in college, it was more of like a separation between school and personal life because I was a cashier at Spirit Halloween during college. So, you know, not really that big of a job. (laughs) Honestly, it is. We supply you guys with your Halloween costume. Huge job. But now that I'm out of college, you know, my priorities aren't getting all my assignments in before they're due and making sure that I meet with my teachers and my advisors. My priorities are now about saving and they're about like specific like work goals and shit. So priorities will change, especially in personal life too. So keep that in mind. I don't think I can say it enough, but boundaries play such a crucial role in maintaining that work and personal life balance. Again, another set of homework. Take some time to sit down with yourself and figure out what these boundaries might look like for you and really make sure that they are clear and concise to prevent that burnout. Just set aside some dedicated time for personal activities to nurture your personal, your physical, your mental, your emotional well-being. It might mean learning to say no to coworkers or even your boss and delegating tasks to others on your team or throughout the week or setting technology boundaries like I won't be answering work emails or texts or calls till tomorrow morning or after I play with my kids, whatever it is, to create this healthy work-life dynamic. Now, I know saying no is a very hard task, especially for us people pleasers, so I'll be doing a whole other episode on that, but you got to learn to say no. No is the best way to set boundaries with people because if they really are an important person in your life or they really are like a good friend or a coworker or a boss, when someone says no, it should be respected. My mom is a... Hi, mom. Shout out to you, girly. My mom is a working baddie with three kids and a husband to look after. So while writing the script, I talked to her for a little bit about her boundaries and what she does to like keep the balance because I felt like she would be a good person to pull insight from because I'm only 21 so I don't have all of that like work-life experience balancing so I thought it would be smart to talk to her. She told me how she used to have a work phone and a personal phone and some boundaries that she would set is she would tell her team like I'm not going to be on my work phone from 4 p.m. till the next working day and then would like lock up 
her work phone, which would really ensure that work wouldn't interfere with her personal life. Nowadays, she only has one phone, but again, she makes sure that her team knows that she won't be answering emails or texts after hours. Don't call, don't text, don't ask about anything work-related because she won't answer the phone till the following workday. Especially if she's on vacation or some sort of break, she will not answer her phone. And I have will not in all capital letters on my script. She will not answer her phone. She doesn't even bring her work computer with her on vacations and that makes it a little bit harder to answer work emails. So, like, she does that on purpose. She's setting boundaries. She's saying, hi, guys, I'm going on break. Do not contact me. Thank you very much. I would even say that she doesn't let her team call her in emergencies. Now, before you take that the wrong way, let me explain. She says that she lets her team know about the vacation far in advance, and then she'll let them know again a week before she leaves. So before she leaves, she's delegating tasks and work, really making sure everybody knows what they need to do and what's going on while she's away. She said that there's always someone else that will be just as trained as her and ready to help in emergencies so she doesn't need to be bothered. Her team knows what they are doing and if they don't or there's an emergency, there will always be somebody else that can help or if it can wait, it'll have to wait till the next workday or after vacation. So now that's to say my mom doesn't own like a business or something, so that won't exactly work if you're like a business owner but even if you are like a business owner and say there is an emergency there should always be somebody under you that you know a successor somebody who's going to take over the business there should always be somebody else there that has the knowledge the training and the ability to help in an emergency i also know that somebody who owns their own business is kind of like always having to stay in on that and in with working and i'll get to that in a second okay so we'll circle her back to that now mind you drinking my coffee is the last thing i do before going to work so i make sure that i get all my personal stuff done first and then i'll take a few minutes before i have to leave for work while my car is warming up to look through emails and like work related stuff i feel like a lot of us only have one phone for both work and personal lives. I know I do. I only have my one phone for both work and my personal life. So what I normally do is delegate time in the morning while I'm drinking my coffee to look through texts and emails and deal with like work stuff. I'm also a bit OCD about my phone and don't come for me. I am diagnosed OCD. Like I have been diagnosed by two therapists with OCD. So don't come for me. But I created a bunch of different focuses like you know the do not disturb focus and there's like the work focus on iphones i created a bunch of different focuses for like different activities different tasks so like when i'm out and about with my friends i turn on the i call it the living my life focus and that doesn't allow notifications from emails or texts or any of my client-based apps where i find clients like it doesn't let anything work related come through I know in some professions, it's really hard to separate the two, like a police officer working on a case. Like a lot of the time, they bring that shit home or an on-call doctor or an on-call surgeon 
who are literally on call like 24-7 or a private investigator, even teachers, which people don't think about a lot. Um, Teachers, it's hard to separate the two and people who even just work from home, things like that, you know. It's honestly the same thing for these people. You just need to learn how to set proper boundaries. You know, no working on cases or grading papers after seven because you really do want to separate yourself from that case before you go to bed. You don't want to be dreaming about the dead body that has no head, you know, like no cases after 7 p.m. so you can wind down and go to bed. Or if you don't go into like an office for work, don't work in your bedroom or don't work on the couch or just don't work in places that are used for relaxation. Maybe even go to like a cafe or a park or just somewhere that is not home so you're not letting your work saturate your place of relaxation. As for the on-call doctor or surgeon, you just need to learn how to manage your free time wisely, which we will talk about in a second. But I know that like an on-call surgeon who's like literally on call 24-7. Hi Kevin, you want to say hi to the podcast? Like, I know a doctor who is on call 24-7, you know, they can get called in at any time. You just need to learn how to manage that free time that you do have wisely and maybe prioritize things that, like, need to get done as the first thing that you do in the morning or the first thing you do for your nighttime routine. Like, really learn how to manage that time wisely. Honestly, my dad is a good example of like somebody who's quote-unquote on call 24-7. He's a salesman and is always working as he puts it and both my mom and I were laughing about that. He is always working. I will say he has a lot more free time than like say a surgeon or a doctor or you know a lot of other people who are technically on call. But, like, what my dad does is he'll work for a couple of hours. His ass, I don't know why. He gets up at, like, 4, 5 every fucking morning. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. Like, you stop it. Get some help. But he wakes up so early. And what he does is he'll work for a couple of hours. And then he'll go and do personal things or go get lunch or go to the gym. And when he's eating or at the gym, if it's not his kids he's not answering his phone. So, like, he does have a little personal time where there is technically some boundaries, but, like, other than that, he doesn't really have many boundaries. He explained to me that he doesn't really have set boundaries during his personal time, but when he is, you know, in his personal time, he doesn't stay dialed in to work. If he gets a call, he'll answer, or, you know, when I was talking to him this morning, I was like, do you ever have just personal time where you don't deal with work and he's like no bro like i'll be shitting and i'll be answering emails like you go kevin um shit and answer those work emails you got it queen but if he's for some reason like not notified or he's not near his phone or his computer during this personal time then he won't answer but there are no set boundaries for him except for he won't answer stuff during food or gym unless it's his kids But even if he doesn't, I blow up his phone until he does answer. He told me that he feels like he's never off the clock. But since he has a lot more free time than like a normal worker, he doesn't feel like he's missing out on personal stuff when, you know, he has to answer a call during his personal time. He gave me the quote, give a little to get a little. You know, you answer that call and you deal with a problem right then and there. 
and now you don't have to work on Sunday. That's that's what he said. So, you know, so there are different ways to set boundaries because as you could see, my mom and dad have two different like total things of boundaries and what they consider boundaries that they set to keep this balance of work life. Like my dad is okay with having to answer a work email or two during his personal time while my mother is strictly no, nothing. Please don't bother me. But that's the balance that works for both of them but my dad does have the boundary of like while he's eating he will not answer the phone like he will not answer the phone or he's at the gym not answering his phone so his are a lot more loosey-goosey than my mom's but he still does have two like strict boundaries that he won't answer the phone or like whatever work during specific times there's honestly like an endless amount of ways you can set boundaries both verbally and physically you just have to find out what works best for you now as we all know life is so unpredictable and being flexible is such a key thing to maintaining your mental well-being and this work-life balance you should really learn to embrace the fact that plans might change and unexpected events might occur it's all about adapting to these changes without losing your sense of balance my mom explains that sometimes things happen where like i don't know a really important meeting or an email or document needing filling out before a specific date that can't be changed is set during like a vacation or specific personal time shit happens she says as long as she's notified about it prior to vacation or notified promptly before the meeting or the email has to be sent then she will do what is needed of her because stuff happens like life isn't perfect you don't always get everything exactly how you plan it she said that it's really all about like respecting people's time shit happens but as long as you are respectful of like others time and energy when they should be doing personal stuff then everything will be okay and balanced now i do want to acknowledge the working moms and single parents out there i'm not a mom so i don't want to speak for them on you know how all of this makes them feel because that's not my place however i do want to talk about how flexibility can really help them in their day-to-day lives my mom has been working for most of her life especially after she had children because like kids cost money we cost a lot of fucking money so you gotta have money to be able to have kids and she explained to me that especially after covid and a lot of people now working from home when you work really doesn't matter she has an employee that suffers from severe migraines and can't work the regular nine to five so this employee doesn't she works whenever is best for her if that's 3 a.m to noon or 8 p.m to 2 a.m as long as she gets her work done and on time it doesn't matter when she does it you really need to learn how to carve out time for your work and family but be flexible with it my mom's had some employees that will work nine to two and then they go pick up their kids and do some personal stuff with their kids or like their family and then from six to eight six to nine they'll continue working a little bit more so that they're not missing out on any family time and personal time she also said that those who have kids and maybe are a single parent but work a lot even just setting five minutes to sit down and drink a cup of coffee or tea or wake up a little bit earlier and take 10 minutes to stretch or do something for yourself is something that can really help you start learning how to balance, especially for like a working mom or a single parent, that work, personal, and even family life. 
Now, I do want to say, like, work around that time if your work is flexible like that, because I know some workplaces aren't flexible, especially if it's, like, a teenager working, you know, but honestly, it's all about communication. Communication is key, my strangers. Communication is key in everything. Like, I'll say it louder for those in the back. Communication is key. So talk to your boss or see how they can allocate to your personal life better so that you're not coming into work burnt out and giving them like 50% energy when you could be giving them 100. If this workplace isn't willing to like accommodate for you or like even just listen and maybe even compromise, then this is probably not the right workplace for you because what the fuck, bro? Like maybe you could start me at eight instead of seven and I can come and giving you 100% instead of 50%. Like, which would you rather? I had a workplace that basically said, fuck you to me and scheduled me whenever they wanted, which was fucking annoying. Fuck you. I hated working there. But yeah, they would schedule me whenever they wanted. They wouldn't work with my personal life. They always asked me to take other people's shifts and then would like bully me if I didn't. And a lot of this stuff would cut into like my personal time and it was driving me mental because I never had personal time for myself. Now, I, again, I don't have kids, so I was able to work around my schedule with, like, what I needed to do with my personal life. It took me a week or two to, like, find a balance, but after that, I was able to work around my schedule. Some days, they would schedule me for an 8 a.m. to, like, 6 p.m. shift, and the next day would be 6 p.m. to midnight, and then the day after that, they'd schedule me for, like, a 7 a.m. So, like, I had no consistent schedule. So, since I got my schedule a week in advance, I would plan my week around that schedule that I was given and make sure that I really do delegate personal time to get all my priorities done. During this journey, you will really cultivate a mindset that allows you to pivot when needed and be able to find solutions that align with your priorities and values. It might be hard and feel useless at first, but it does get easier. So, as I promised, I talked a little bit about time management, so let's talk about how that actually works. As many of you know, time is such a precious resource and managing it wisely and mindfully, like you heard, can be such a fucking game changer in not only like the balance between work and life, but just anything. If you really want to get the most out of your work day so you don't have to bring it home, you really have to learn how to manage the time that you actually have. You should prioritize your more important or do soon tasks get those done so that they're out of the way and you don't have to worry about those you could also learn how to time block so you know from 8 a.m to 9 a.m you're working on this specific task and whether it's done or not you're moving on to another task or if you really have to get a task done and you don't know how long it's going to take then delegate quite a long time for it so that you don't have to move around the rest of your stuff that you need to complete for that day one of my favorite things to do is create a to-do list and i like to prioritize like the important things and put those right at the top big bold right at the top this is what i need to do first and then i'll put it down as like the next important thing and then the next important thing and then like go from there You could also batch similar tasks. Also, learn how to delegate work when possible. Set boundaries. We talked about this in the beginning. Set boundaries. This can really help with your time management. Maybe you have a boss who's constantly, like mine, asking you to take other people's shifts. And you're like, no, 
you need to learn to say no. I learned to say no, and then I would tune out the bullying that they would dish out to me after saying no, but you gotta learn how to set boundaries. And then there's also make sure you take regular breaks and have some downtime so you don't burn out and then get no work done. I feel like that's such an important thing because a lot of people skip breaks, but both my therapist and even my nutritionist has shown me how it's so important to give yourself little breaks, even if it's five minutes, get up from your desk, walk to the bathroom, take a drink of water, do something. Take a break so that you're not overwhelming yourself from one task to the next. Like when you're time blocking, block in 15 minutes to go take a walk, you know, block in 20 minutes to go stretch. Make sure that you have at least a little bit of downtime somewhere in that schedule. Find the balance with that that works right for you. It's not just about doing more, it's about doing what matters most and making sure that you get it done correctly so you don't have to do it again or so that it is at the best that it can be. So it's not about getting the most done, it's just about doing what matters most. Now, as we end today's exploration of this balancing work and life, remember that it's an ongoing journey, strangers. Reflect on your priorities, set boundaries, and be kind to yourself along the way. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, and I hope to see you next week for a new upload. Your thoughts and experiences are really important to me. Let me know, how did you find balance in your life? Did I talk about something that made you think of something new? Or did I not talk about something that I should have? I'd love to hear from you. DM me on Instagram, okay? If you have a question about anything, literally anything, DM me. Just need someone to talk to, DM me. They're always open and I'm always looking through my DMs. So come say hi. Don't forget to drop a follow and rate and review my podcast. It really does mean a lot and it really does help the podcast a lot. If you want to support me in this podcast, click the link to the Value for Value website in the bio and support me with real-time Bitcoin payments. Thank you for tuning in to Advice You Didn't Ask For. I'm Rebecca Snyder. Until next time, may your work be fulfilling and your life be a harmonious masterpiece.